Well, hi, as I was introduced, many of you know that my name's Gordon, um, and I'm coming to you this morning not with a fancy, complicated talk. In actual fact, I'm coming to you feeling quite vulnerable this morning, because it's the first time that I've preached since we tragically lost my son a few months ago. But one of the things that I've noticed is that when you're feeling weak and vulnerable, and you're not full of strength and zeal and power, it's really funny that the access to the throne of heaven seems easier. And it's like that the way to get into the presence of God in weakness is, is greater. It's like the things that he says and shares with you are deeper and that. So I come to you like that this morning, just to share some of the things that I feel the Spirit is saying. If, as I say, it's not a complicated talk, so if the Holy Spirit doesn't turn up and God doesn't speak, then this is probably going to be the most boring talk that you've heard all year. <laughs> so I'm just going to pray and just ask that God will speak to us this morning, yeah? And I just ask you to just engage with me in that. We're in this together. And if you know how to open yourself up to God, then I encourage you just just do whatever posture, lift, raise your hands, connect with him in whatever way that you know how to do that. If you're not sure about that, then just, just relax and just open your heart in case God speaks to you today. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you will come. I pray that you will speak to us today. I pray that you will impact us today. And I just pray that you will be present here today. God, I just pray that nobody will leave this meeting without knowing that you are here and that you are real and that you're interested in their life and that you want to touch their heart. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to start by reading some scripture. Then we're just going to talk and see where the Holy Spirit takes us. So I'm just going to read them. They should appear up there. But, so we start with Acts chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. Then flip over then to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to jump in and out of some verses in chapter, in chapter 12 and chapter 14, um, and hopefully the um, machine at the back will take us to the right verses that I'm jumping through. So, verse 1. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you uninformed. Verse 7. Now to each one, that's each of us, every one of us, the manifestation, manifestations like evidence, of the Holy Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. 
to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of tongues. And these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each as he, just as he determines. Chapter 14, verse 1. Now follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. And then jump to verse 3. And my eyesight's going, sorry about this. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouragement and comfort. And then verse 12. So it is with you, since you are eager for the gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. And then we're just going to read 24 to 26. And I'm sorry, the light's not catching my Bible very well, so I have to apologize for that. But if an unbeliever or an inquirer comes in while everyone is prophesying, they're convicted of sin, brought under judgment by all, as the secrets of their heart are laid bare. So they will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. And what shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together for a church meeting, for a gathered church, each one of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us and say to us as Hope Church that he's about to pour out his spirit on us afresh. Now, in one sense, we can always say that because our Father always wants to give his spirit. It's part of who he is. He pours out his spirit. But I just believe that the spirit of God is saying to us at Hope Church, get ready, guys. There's a new move of the spirit coming and that the Holy Spirit is about to be poured out upon us. And this is the picture that I saw when I was praying this morning. I saw like a dam. Do you remember that dam up in Derbyshire that, 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 that was, that, where the water was building up and about to break over the top? That, yeah? And there was a dam with the water building up and building up. And what then happens when a dam's about to break? You start seeing bits of water flipping over the top. Just little sprinkles coming over the top. Then you might see little cracks and bits trickling through. And I believe the Spirit of God is saying, that's where we are now. There's a dam built up. There's a dam built up. And there are bits coming over the top. But get ready, guys. Get ready, guys, because the dam's about to burst afresh upon Hope Church. Here, amongst us, the Spirit of God is about to be poured out. Any time in the next season, just get ready for the Spirit of God coming out upon us. And I just want to talk this morning a little bit about that in the, in the 20 minutes or so that we've got left. About what that's going to look like and about what's going to happen. And one of the things that happens, that's, we're in a period now of growth. 
you notice there's more people here than there were a year ago and a few years before that. But you know, there's something sad that sometimes I've observed happens with churches when they grow. Churches that were birthed in faith, that were birthed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit operating all around. As they grow, something seems to change sometimes in churches. And it's almost like, instead of becoming a body where the Holy Spirit's at work, they can sometimes almost become like a concept. You know, where, where, it's, where there's this amazingly skilled worship team and all that, and there's a lot of music, a lot of sound, a lot of performance, and the audience join in, you know, just like they do at a concert. Yeah? Or the others, they're, they're more like a conference with, with a Christian-based motivational speakers who can be very eloquent and communicate very well. Or sometimes they're like both of those put together. But you know, when the New Testament talks about a church that's alive and full of the Spirit, it talks about a body where the gifts of the Spirit are operating all amongst the people. That it's, that it's through the body that the gifts of the Spirit are operating. And that's a church that's been built up. That's a church that's growing. It's not that we outgrow that. And I just believe that the Spirit of God wants to say that as I'm being poured out upon Hope Church and you're growing, I want you to go the opposite way from the conference church and the concert church to be a church where the gifts of the Spirit are operating at greater intensity and there's a greater evidence of the Holy Spirit, there's a greater manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit amongst the body all over. So organise yourself because of these chapters that I was reading from 1 Corinthians 14 are actually about how you organise the, the gifts of the Spirit operating. They're not about how you stop them and how you make it seem, oh, it's a, we, we want to look a bit more professional now. They're about, okay, you're growing, there's a lot of you here, we need to get some order in. It's not how to stop it, it's how to release it. And I believe the Spirit of God is saying, that get ready, guys, because the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out and the gifts of the Spirit are going to operate. And I just have a sense in my heart that, that, that there are people here who've never, ever brought a contribution. Yeah? You've never brought, a, operated with a gift of the Spirit before publicly. And I believe that God wants to come upon some of you. I believe God wants to do something in some of your hearts and bring revelations from heaven and words that will change people's lives. Not just the usual suspects, but people who've never done it before. I'd have a sense in my heart that there's someone here this morning and you are incredibly shy. You, the, the thought of actually coming to the front or being in a congregation and actually sharing something would be probably like your idea of the worst thing that you could ever possibly do. But at the same time, you have a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And I believe that God wants to speak to you particularly and say that that is your step of faith. That when you feel that prompting of the Spirit, there's some deep revelation that God wants to give you that the church needs to hear. Your step of faith, for different ones of us, it's a different step of faith. Your step of faith is to have the courage to step out and do it. And I believe that's for someone here this morning. And that the... 
gifts of the Spirit that it talks about there, it says that they're manifestations of the Holy Spirit. In other words, they're the evidence of the Holy Spirit. And that they're evidence that God is with us. You know? Was the presence of God in the meeting this morning? Well, were the gifts of the Holy Spirit there? Yeah? Not was the music wonderful, which it was. Was the preacher good, which he probably isn't. But was the gifts of the Holy Spirit there? If that's the case, then God is with us. Yeah? That's an evidence that God is with us. And I believe that God wants to provoke us and stir us afresh to to use those gifts that he's given us. And that these gifts come from the Holy Spirit. You know, that there's nothing that we can do to hype up or whip up the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's his choice who he gives gifts to. That's what it says. But it does tell us to desire them. Does tell us to desire them. And my challenge this morning, are we desiring those gifts of the Holy Spirit? Is there a desire in our hearts, despite our shyness, despite our inhibitions, despite our can't be botheredness or whatever it is, is there a desire in our hearts? And he also says he wants us to excel at them. That means to be good at them. Yeah? That implies to me that it's not just that there's some kind of random dollops that the Holy Spirit might give upon people. That there's a way of learning and digging deeper and learning the ways of the Spirit and the way that he operates in order to, in order to get, get good at them. And I just believe God wants to say to us, you know, as we get bigger, it's not a matter of having less of them. It's just a matter of getting good at them. Yeah? yeah? So that when new Christians come amongst us and new people visit us, they know that God was here because, of the, because we're good at the Holy Spirit, that gifts of the Holy Spirit. Sounds a bit unreligious, doesn't it, saying getting good at them? But that's what Excel means. Yeah, you know, we have a natural talent. You know, if, we, if, if we've got a natural talent to play tennis or football or rugby or something like that, you know, we can just be like a toddler going around kicking the ball or whatever, or we could go and excel at that. And sometimes, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we're a little bit like toddlers. <laughs> yeah? And we just need to just raise the level a bit. And it says that, that also, it says, he doesn't want us ignorant about them. In other words, we can understand them. We can understand the ways of the Spirit. And I just want to talk this morning a little bit about the gift of prophecy in the next few minutes that we've got. Because I'm afraid miracles I'm a little bit rusty on. Um, but prophecy, and I know a little bit about. And I'd like to just share some stuff about prophecy and encourage the gift of prophecy in Hope Church. Particularly as it says, it's a good one to desire after. Yeah, because it says that in Scripture, not because it's Gordon's pet one, but it says it there. It just says, desire after it, yeah? Yeah? So let's, let's, let's do that. And I want to just talk, first of all, about where does it start from? Because I sometimes, you sometimes go to these prophecy training things and they're trying to get people to prophesy and things like that. And they're, they're, they're good, some of them. Some of them are not. But 
actually starts with being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Father that gives the gifts and he gives baptism. And the Apostle Paul, was it Paul or Peter, said in Acts, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? So in other words, have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? I've been a Christian for a number of years before I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I was lying in my bed one night. I'd seen these Christians around me and they were... They were using these gifts of the Holy Spirit. I was conscious that I didn't have any of them. And I didn't really have much understanding or learning. I wasn't in a church where, those, where the gifts of the Holy Spirit were seen. But I was just lying in my bed at night as a teenager in my mid-teens. And just started praying to the Father. Because it's, it's the hymn that pours his spirit out. Just started praying to my Father and saying... If, you, if this is for me, if this Holy Spirit's for me, I really want it. And I just started praying. There was a hunger and desire in my heart. And before I knew where it was, the words that I was praying and speaking were coming out in another language. It's called the gift of tongues. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just filled me and came upon me with his power. And he's never left me. I go through phases like that sometimes. But And I just sensed in my heart, I kind of know it. But I kind of know in my heart that there are a number of people here this morning and you've never had that experience. That doesn't make you a second class Christian. It just means that there's something extra for you. And I just believe that, the, that, the, that if, if nothing else this morning, I, didn't, I, I just encourage you to come and get some prayer to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Because that's where the gifts of Spirit start from. The rest of the stuff you can learn after that. But, that is it. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you've gone a bit dry. Get filled again. Yeah? We're in an atmosphere this morning where the, where the Father wants to pour his Spirit out. The presence of Jesus is here. The Father loves giving good gifts to his children. And there are also people like Jim and a few others who are quite good at helping people receive the Holy Spirit. So whatever time I finish this morning, I'd encourage you just come and get some prayer to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit because he wants, to, he wants to give it you this morning. Because otherwise, the rest of it doesn't work without that. Okay? So, why is prophecy important? So, why desire prophecy? Okay? Why is it important? You know, I think one of the reasons this is our Father is a speaking God. He likes talking to us. He likes sharing his heart with us. He wants to engage with us in a tangible way when we come together. So when we have a, a meeting where we all get together, he doesn't want to just be the spectator at the back, watching us singing about him and talking about him. He actually wants to be engaged. And the way, one of the ways that he does it is through giving his gifts of his spirit of prophecy to people to share what's on his heart. And from what we read there, I just want to just quickly rattle through what I would call some genuine characteristics of prophecy. So how do we know that it's prophecy? Because people come and share different things, don't they? You know, John shared the notices. You know, was that prophecy? Yeah? <laughs> no, it was John sharing the notices. John, John shared some stuff about the granary. Was that prophecy? Maybe it was more just encouragement. Yeah? 
Because this is, what, this, is, this is a definition I've come up with from reading here of prophecy. First of all, it's speaking to people. That's the thing that jumped out at me when I was reading that. Is that he is a personal father. He is a personal God. And that when a prophecy comes, it's speaking to people. And that might be identifying somebody individually, or it might be a group of people. So in, when I shared what I felt was a prophecy about the Holy Spirit being poured out in the dam, the group of people that was for was us, Hope Church. And it was also for the leaders of Hope Church to, to assess and think, do we do anything with that? It wasn't just some kind of vague thing up there. It was to people. And also, we're reading there, prophecy involves some kind of revelation from the Holy Spirit. Something that you didn't know unless the Holy Spirit had shown it to you. Yeah? So there are other ways, like encouraging and things like that, that are good, but they're not prophecy because there's not revelation. It doesn't mean that they're any weaker. They're just a different type of gift. Yeah? So they're things that you don't know. And then, this is what it says that it does. It says that it edifies or strengthens, encourages, builds up or instructs. Those were things that came from that chapter there. So there is something in those words, that are, those revealed words that are doing that. And every time we come together, there is somebody here who will need edifying. There's somebody here who needs strengthening. There's somebody who needs encouraging. There's somebody who needs building up or instructing. Yeah? And that's what, that's what prophecies are. They're like that. And I just feel that there's just, I want to just share some things that I just felt the Holy Spirit just saying that, that I just feel I want to just share out that fall into those categories. I just felt that God wanted to, to really just encourage Ken and Heather. And I felt he wanted to say to you that your journey of faith hasn't ended. It's just a new season. But there's just as much faith needed for this season as the previous season. It just involves traveling around less. But it's still a journey of faith for you. Um, I just had, we talk about one of them being instructing. This is, this is, this, I think this, the one I want to share now comes under instructing. I... I know that Jane and Isaac, you're going to be auditioning some musicians, aren't you, this afternoon for the worship team, yeah? Well, I was sitting there this morning, and I had this picture that I think is an instruction, yeah? And this is what I saw. Do you know the story of Samuel when he was choosing David? And he went through, and he saw all the brothers pass before him, and then he picked David because the Spirit of God rested on him, and that his heart was after God. I just felt that the Spirit of God wants to say to you, don't just look on the outside and on the natural ability when these people are passing before you. Look into the Spirit. See the heart. 
Look for the heart of worshippers and then add to that the skill. But don't look first for the skill. I just felt that he wanted just to encourage you with that. Yeah? Um, And, ooh, let's just... I just have a sense that there's someone here this morning and this is someone who needs building up. And we're not going to point them out because I don't know who they are. And, and I just felt it was a lady. And you really struggled about whether to come to Hope Church today. I'm not sure whether you're a new person or you don't come very often or what, but I just felt that you're you're actually thinking, what's the point of me coming? You really struggled about coming. And I actually felt God wanted to say to you, the reason you come is because you have value and there are people that need you as much as you need them. And I just felt there's someone who needed encouragement. Is Kiara here? Kiara. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I just felt God wanted to really encourage you this morning. And as I was sitting there this morning, I just had a, I saw you as a little child. And I felt God wanted to say to you that I chose you before you were even born. I chose you before you were born. And I've put a call upon your life. And that I've picked you, and I've been with you, and I will continue to be with you. But he wants you to know that he's called you. You've got a call on your life. You call on your life. And let, his call, let your decisions be led by this call on your life. And in Acts 2, we just, I just want to just rattle through some of those things about what it talks about prophecy in Acts 2. It talks about where the Holy Spirit's poured out and people prophesy. Yeah? Remember reading that? There's a couple of things that I just wanted just, 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 just to read out there. So this is what it's like. This is what the sort of prophecy is like in a church when the Holy Spirit is being poured out. It says that there are people that have dreams. So one of the evidences of the Holy Spirit being poured out is, is a... Is, is a, is a increase in dreams that come from the Holy Spirit yeah and that's a whole talk in itself isn't the talk for today but get ready for people to start having dreams start having dreams from God that come from God I'm talking about sleep dreams in the night God speaking to you it's a sign that the Holy Spirit's at work start expecting that and particularly people who are not used to that yeah Another one, it says that people see visions. Now, I don't know what you think of when you think of visions. I don't know whether you think of going into some kind of mystical trance and seeing some kind of movie set before you or something like that. And that could happen. Never happened to me, but it could happen. But I actually find that most of the time, visions are like instant impressions that come from the Holy Spirit that... You, that, that, that that, that just appear before you in your mind's eye and go. 
And I just believe God wants to say, be expectant for that when you're in the presence of the Spirit. Just be expectant for visual thoughts to come into your mind. The prophet Jeremiah, when he was learning how to prophesy, he said, and I find this really helpful. It's like, like the Spirit of God said to him, what do you see, Jeremiah? And he says, I see a tr- an almond tree. I don't know what one of those is, no idea. I see a tree. Okay. Now, he either was sitting in front of a tree and something about that tree drew his attention or it was in his spirit's mind. And then out of that came the revelation from the spirit. And I find that for me, that is most of the time when I, that, that God speaks to me like that. What do you see, Gordon? A dam. Yeah? What do you see? Kiara as a little baby. What do you see? Ken and Heather on a journey. That's... that's how the Holy Spirit comes. And I just want to encourage you to start being expectant for those things like that to come. Right? And then once you get that, then it's learning to hear what the Spirit's saying through that. Because Jeremiah didn't just stop at the tree. He then learned, he then went on to do it. It's like Jesus said, um, when, he, when he was picking one of the disciples, he said, the disciple came along. And he said, ah, oh, I saw you sitting under a tree. You're a man with, with, who's got a pure heart and no, no guile. And the guy says, wow, how did you know that? I, you know, and that was how he, he, he followed Jesus. You know, it's like you see things like that. Yeah? And it's stepping out with that, being bold with that, and trusting that it's the Spirit of God, because some of it you'll get wrong. The other thing about Acts 2 was that it was completely gender neutral, completely age neutral. When the Holy Spirit was poured out, people of all ages, from young children to older people, to male, to female, whatever, were prophesying. And I just say, get ready, Hope Church, for people of all types to prophesy. Everybody is included here. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit, God gives you that gift of prophecy, that vision, that revelation, you're included. If you're shy, you're included. If you're bold and courageous, you're included. If you're a young child, you're included. You often read some of the old revivals and moves of the Spirit of the past, and they talk, and you often hear of children, young children, coming prophesying. Yeah, let's encourage our kids to prophesy and when we talk about seeing stuff sometimes you see stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense and sometimes you either have to get help understanding that or you have to be a bit bold and be prepared to look an idiot yeah so I've got one doesn't make any sense so it might be Gordon the idiot okay and I was sitting there this morning, and I saw, felt the Spirit of God prompt me, what did you see? And I said, I saw a door, a house door, with a number 27 on it. And I have absolutely no idea whether there's anybody here who lives in a house with number 27 or is looking to, but this is what I felt God said. I would ask if anybody did, but I'm a bit embarrassed of nobody responding. So I was a bit embarrassed. So this is what I'm going to say. This is what I believe God is saying to whoever it is that's got that's something to do with this house or they're about to move into it or they live in it. This is what God says. I've opened the door to that house for you. 
And I've opened that door because I want to move by my spirit there. I've opened that door because I want to use that place for my kingdom. So you go through that with confidence and don't be afraid. Now, if that applies to anybody, cool. If it doesn't, I've no idea. Okay? And so I'm just going to wrap this up now because we've got five minutes left. And I'll wrap this up with where do we go with this? How do we work this out? How do we land this? And the first thing that I want to say is, if nothing else this morning, go away this morning eagerly desiring the gifts of the Spirit. Don't go away with a passive, well, that was all right, or that was a bit boring, or, you know, I didn't like Gordon, or he was a bit fat, or he's bald, or whatever. (laughs) Go away and think, eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit because the Bible says so. Okay? And how do you eagerly desire them? One, pray. Talk to the person who can give them to you. Yeah? If a child eagerly desires a gift, they go to their parents and they say, Mummy, Daddy, would, could I have one of those, please? Yes? And if it's a big thing, they still come and ask you, don't they? Yeah? Ask the father. Number two, get prayed for. Go to someone who knows how to receive the Holy Spirit and how to pray for people. Chance here this morning. Don't wait for a formal invitation. Just go to somebody like Jim or Bill or somebody like that who knows how to pray for the Holy Spirit and say, I want to be baptized in the Spirit. Will you pray for me? Or I want to receive the gift of prophecy. Will you pray for me? Or I'd like some miracles or healings or whatever. Go for it. Okay? No one. Next one is the bit, the one of those verses that we read, it says, whenever you come together, everyone has a contribution. That's the challenge, I think. I think that's probably 60% of it. Is in our hearts, before we come to a meeting like this, or a small group, or a bigger group, or a bigger meeting, are we ready to contribute with a gift of the Spirit, with a revelation, with something to bring? Or are we going to receive? Oh, I wonder whether, whether the worship will be any good today, or I wonder if the preacher will be any good today, or I can't be asked to go at all. Um, it, or are we coming saying that I wonder who God wants to edify through the revelation that I bring? I wonder what God wants, who God wants to touch through that. I've got a gift of healing. I wonder if there's anyone there sick that I could pray for. And be prepared in your hearts. I mean, one of the things I've started doing is actually getting up earlier on a Sunday to try and do that because it does involve a bit of effort. Yeah? Because that's what the Bible says. Come prepared. There's, a, there's, a, there's like a bit of a myth that goes around churches that, that, that if it's the Holy Spirit, then it's spontaneous. It just happens that you'll be sitting there and God will give you a word. In actual fact, much of the Bible is about coming with it, being ready with it. Yeah? And if there are 200 people with contributions to share, then that's where the Bible talks on bits that we didn't read in that, about the leaders weighing and organizing it. And they'll, they'll sort that out. Do you know what I mean? Now they'll say, well, maybe that one can wait till next week or whatever. You come prepared for it. You get ready to go for it. Yeah, 
next one, be filled with the Holy Spirit all the time. Just drink from him. Yeah? And then dig deeper into learning how to excel. And we've got one minute left, so I want to just pray. Yeah? This is what I'm going to do. Is If anybody here would like to really excel in the gift of prophecy and has a hunger and a desire in the heart to do that, would you stand up now and then we can pray? Yeah? Okay. But get ready for this, guys, because we're going to pray and the Holy Spirit's going give to give you his gifts. Then we have to step out and use them, okay? Um, Holy Spirit, I just pray right now, will you be poured out upon these people? I just pray for the gift of prophecy just to come and just fall upon the people here. Let the gift of prophecy just come. Let dreams, visions revelations from your spirit come upon people. Just come by your spirit. Come by your spirit upon the people here. Oh, God, I just pray for those that do not normally prophesy. God, I just pray for the not the usual suspects. Lord, I just pray that, uh, that right now thoughts will start dropping into people's minds, little bits of revelation, little things that people will see will start coming. I just pray that, that for, as we get together and, and gather that your spirit will just come upon people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right, now guys, that you've done that, I'm encouraging you now to just begin to sense in your heart this is not, can't be public because we've finished. Does God want to encourage anybody through me? Does God want to build anybody up through me? And if somebody pops into your head, a thought, you're walking around, just go and start sharing with them and prophesying over them, yeah? And if anyone here wants to receive baptism in the Holy Spirit, just come to the front and Jim and John will sort that out. Okay, talk over. (laughs) Thanks, Gordon.